The contents of this broadcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute legal advice. You're listening to The Labor Law Report, the podcast dedicated to timely HR and employment law news, powered by Personnel Concepts, your compliance partner, with your hosts, Leon Frierson and Stephanie Palicki. If you're looking for the latest in labor law, we've got the report. Hello, listeners. We'd like to welcome you to the Labor Law Report, where we are dedicated to timely HR and employment law news. I'm back as your host, Leon Frierson, the senior regulatory researcher here at Personnel Concepts. And today we have another excerpt from our latest webinar. In recent years, fostering diversity and inclusion in workplaces has been a focus of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Many of the developments made by the commission were designed to create fairness for the LGBTQ employees with current considerations taking place for the non-binary community. The culmination of LGBTQ issues in the workplace in 2022 was reached within the Disney Parks work staff, where employees were politically divided on the Parental Rights and Education Bill, which prohibits sex-related discussions in third grade classes and younger. Despite the bill not directly affecting workplaces, Disney Park employees use their mega employer as a platform to voice their political opinions and put pressure on politicians. In Personal Concepts' latest webinar, Creating Equality in Today's Workplace, attorney expert Jeffrey Fucci discussed the leading sexual orientation and gender identity issues currently affecting workplaces. Let's listen in for important equal employment opportunity considerations for employers. Let's begin with addressing one of the newest developments regarding sexual orientation and gender identity in the workplace. At the top of the most recent news are sweeping internal changes to how the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, which is the federal EEOC, handles discrimination complaints uh, and other reporting by making internal changes that now give individuals the opportunity to select a non-binary X gender marker during the self-identification questions that are a crucial part, uh, a crucial process during intake. Um, when employees are filing a charge of discrimination. The EEOC has announced that the former binary construction of male and female uh, does not reflect the full range of gender identities in the present world, and thus is adding X as a marker at two stages of intake. The first of these is updating voluntary demographic questions relating to gender in the agency's online public portal. And this is the area that employees go to when they want to submit inquiries or they want to begin the process to get information about filing a discrimination charge in the workplace. The second place is they're going to be modifying their discrimination form at the EEOC to include the non-binary MX prefix in addition to the Mr. and the Ms. that formerly existed um, in the list of prefix options. Now, these are important because this is the initial intake stage of the EEOC's operations. So not only uh, are we expecting to see discrimination complaints come in based upon sexual identity and gender, uh, gender identity rather, and sexual orientation, which the Supreme Court and the laws have recently brought into the protections of Title VII, but also uh, the agency is now catching up to make sure that their intake process welcomes and creates a safe place for those types of complaints. So it's different now. It'll be a little bit easier uh, based on the executive um, decisions to change the way the EOC operates. Now, this is a package of initiatives, a part of a package of initiatives that have come through from the Biden and Harris administration that are spanning across numerous federal agencies. And a lot of these were announced on the Transgender Day of Visibility that happened at the end of March. These include, these packages of initiatives include reinforcing federal protections for transgender children, improving access to federal services and benefits for transgender Americans, advancing dignity, respect, and self-determination for all transgender people by improving traveler experiences in such ways as streamlining identity verification, 
upgrading and updating scanning technology to make it less gender specific, and updating the TSA PreCheck and CPB Trusted Traveler programs to now include the ex-gender markers. So at ports of entry such as airports and uh, physical ship ports and various other uh, transportation intakes, expect to see where federal agencies are present, more of a sensitivity and more of a gender awareness going forward. Um, additionally, the federal government will be expanding mental health resources in various agencies, particularly targeted at trying to help transgender youth. The issue of gender identity and gender rights, as many may know, has drawn major attention and continuing attention in Walt Disney World inside of the employment sector, which is Florida's largest employer. Uh, the leadership at Walt Disney World has taken Walt Disney World Corporation, which is a major entertainment and, and uh, park property, and also, as I said, the largest employer in Florida. They've chosen uh, to take a stand against the state of Florida's parental rights and education bill, which is also being known as the Don't Say Gay bill, um, depending on different sides of the political spectrum. And um, the leadership in the Walt Disney World Company, which again is the largest employer, has been known to take a stand against that bill, and that's created a lot of political controversy down in Florida that you'll probably be hearing about on the news. Um, more generally, just to give an overview of what the EEOC does uh, overall, they enforce a number of laws enacted by Congress related to creating equality in the modern U.S. workforce and workplace. An employer's team should always be familiar with various laws providing equality and diversity inside of the workplace, and these include but are not limited to Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Equal Pay Act, the Americans with Disabilities Act, and the Age Discrimination and Employment Act. Meanwhile, to think about this beyond just the federal, the federal government sets a floor for equal opportunities in the workplace, but the state and local governments, they set a ceiling. So what you might see is state and local governments reaching even higher to add even more protections for various classifications of people. Um, and these are going to depend on the jurisdiction where an employer's business is either registered, in other words, where they're incorporated, or where they're operating. So here's what we talked about today. These are the key takeaways on uh, sexual orientation and gender identity in 2022. The EAOC has announced that the binary construction of gender as either exclusively male or exclusively female no longer applies to re reflect the full range of gender identities. Going forward, they're going to use the X marker uh, as an additional marker at various stages of intake. So now you'll see male, female, and X, and in terms of um, the, the other form, you'll see Mr., Ms., and MX. Uh, number two, the EEOC changes are part of a package of initiatives rolling out from the Biden-Harris administration that span across numerous federal executive agencies, and they've been announced in recent months. Uh, number three, an employer's team should always familiarize themselves and continue to update their familiarity with the various laws promoting an equal and diverse workforce. We had great questions from the audience about how to actually do that today. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI, should be utilized when creating the makeup of your workplace. Not only can the practice benefit employees and the entire organization, but it can also help to prevent possible fines and lawsuits in response to any perceived bias or discrimination. Reminder, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission or EEOC is responsible for enforcing federal laws that make it illegal to discriminate against a job applicant or an employee because of their race, color, religion, sex, including pregnancy, transgender status, and sexual orientation, national origin, age, 40 years or older, disability, or genetic information. Now the EEOC laws cover most employers with at least 15 employees, 20 employees in age discrimination cases, and most labor unions and employment agencies are also covered. The laws apply to all types of work situations, including hiring, 
firing, promotions, harassment, training, wages, and benefits. While most federal EEOC laws apply only to businesses with a specific number of employees, employees might also need to follow equivalent state laws. State equal employment opportunity laws could apply to small employers with as few as one employee, depending on the state. And fair employment and practice agencies that enforce these state anti-discrimination laws almost always rely on EEOC guidance when applying and implementing workplace harassment and discrimination provisions. For more information on DEI and EEOC-related issues, please contact Personal Concepts immediately and we'll provide you some excellent guidance. The contents of this podcast are provided for informational purposes only. All topics and scenarios discussed are general in nature and do not constitute legal advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought. Personnel Concepts and the hosts of the Labor Law Report specifically disclaim any and all liability arising directly or indirectly from the reliance on or use of the contents of this podcast.